Greg Collins Substitute Teachers Lounge. You know, I don't talk about too many negative things. I'm usually a pretty positive person, but I wanted today to talk about demotivators. Think about it right now. Pause this podcast if you need to and write down your demotivators, and I can virtually guarantee you that they're going to be different than mine. Let's compare notes. It is October 30th, 2022, when this is published. You might be listening to it a little later. Halloween, I I don't know what it it might be the kid in me that I like Halloween. This past Friday, I knew that one middle school was having kind of their, they call it Renaissance Day, Rally Day. It's kind of like Party Day. It's to reward students who keep their grades up. But yet not, and I didn't plan this, but not demotivating the students who didn't quite do as well. It encourages them. They get still get to go to all the activities. The, the ones with the good grades kind of have their names in the hats for the bigger prizes. I didn't get to sub with that substitute teacher. I took an, uh, that school, I should say. I took another substitute teaching job instead at another middle school. And doggone it, if they weren't having a rally day too. So we had fun. We painted pumpkins. I don't want to call them out by name, but that's all, you know, when you wear a black shirt to school, and you kind of worry about painting pumpkins. Maybe white would be worse, but I got most of it on my fingers. I don't think I got any on my clothes. It was water-based, so everything was cool, but that motivates those kids, even the ones that are kind of demotivated because they either didn't keep their grades up or they got in trouble. Well, kind they kind of get to see what the others do. Maybe that will motivate them, but they still got to participate in fun activities along with the rest of them. So you thought about demotivators. I'm going to start by guessing your demotivators, what you wrote down or what you at least got stuck in your brain now about your demotivators as a substitute teacher. And of course, this isn't going to be, I'll say it like this, leave you in suspense a little while. The demotivators that you thought of as a substitute teacher are probably the same ones that teachers thought about. It's not the same ones I thought about. The demotivators, the things that demotivated me, pertain only to substitute teachers. Now, play around with that in your head for a little while. See if you can, you would amaze me if you can think about why I'm doing this episode. It popped into my head this week, some things that have happened to me in the last few months, that kind of thing. But I'm going to guess, first of all, your demotivators center around the type of students you might get in class. Now, let's go back to the little rally day. There was parts of that rally day that I even heard, I shouldn't say this, because then the teachers that are, I'm not going to say it. I'll leave you in suspense on that. I'll say it for me, though. It's easier, I think, for me to stay sharp, stay fresh, and stay into the classes all day long when we're actually in the classroom instead of partying. The kids need those parties. They do. 
but that makes it a longer day for teachers because we're used to routines, get through projects in the classroom. We want to have fun. I mean, they had the inflatables and they had all the equipment out in the gymnasium. They had the paint, the the pumpkins to paint, as I mentioned. They even had some hay rides going on. They actually went back to a backfield to get those pumpkins. But demotivators for teachers slash substitute teachers. You know this, guys, especially if you've taught this class before. You already know what period of the day is going to be the most challenging. And if this is the first time you teach the class, you know by the end of the day which period was the most challenging. If you go back to that teacher's class later on, I'm not going to use the word dread, but you look forward to least that period again. Now, I'm going to guess if you're, you know, again, it's one of those, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of those substitute teachers that really goes out of their way to do the best they can. Well, maybe the next time you're trying to motivate yourself by thinking about what demotivated you during that period. Was there a student who was disruptive? Was there a some students that just became aggravating because you couldn't get them to understand what you were talking about? Or, and I hate to, I love math. It's my favorite subject to teach. But yet it seems like those students who, quote, aren't good at math or will tell you they're not good at math, they're the ones that tune out the quickest. And you got to figure out a way to motivate them. So sometimes your demotivators are students. Sometimes your demotivator is you get to a school and you get pulled to a different class, maybe a subject or a an age group that you don't particularly enjoy teaching when you had signed up for one that you do enjoy teaching. Maybe it's you've had a particularly tiring day, a day that kind of wore you out and you were looking forward to that fifth period when the teacher's planning period was so you could just kind of chill for a while. And about 30 minutes before that happens, you get a phone call from the office that says, Mr. Collins, we really need you to fill in fifth period for another teacher. We couldn't get that position filled, so we've had our substitutes fill in a period at the time. Sometimes that demotivates you. Now, if you go back way in the early episodes of this podcast, I share that I was surprised that I got a planning period. I didn't know what a planning period was, and it was just kind of a rest period that I was getting paid for. Well, that's not how teachers look at it, obviously. That's their planning period. Period. They've got work to be done. Sometimes that's their busiest hour of the day because they've got to post grades. They've got to do all kinds of things. So there's various different demotivators. You've got some in your head. You've got that particular student that has given you problems. You've got subjects that have given you problems. Maybe you're in a high school and you're worried that some of the students may even know more than you do about the subject you're teaching. Perhaps that could demotivate you. Maybe the principal had a hundred things on their mind and they walked by you and didn't speak. That demotivated you. Maybe in your mind you thought teachers rolled their eyes when they saw you come in. 
probably all in your head, but that there's all kinds of things that demotivated us. Maybe it's even something in your personal life in so, or just something that happened to you the night before that makes it hard for you to get your motivation back. None of that. None of that is what I'm talking about for myself. Now, this is kind of unique, but I'm going to share it with you. You know, if you listen to this podcast all the time, that I have kind of sworn off full-time substitute teaching. I'm retired, and I like to have a day off every now and then. I like to vacation a lot. I like to just have a rest day, maybe take a Monday off, take a Friday off. Here lately, it seems like I've been working most Fridays, but all those kind of things. And let me tell you what it's done for about for me, to me, whatever, however you want to say it. I realized this week it's made me lazy. Let me tell you what I found myself doing because I'm not substitute teaching every day. On a day that I see a job that I would have just absolutely jumped at before, well, I now catch myself making excuses why I don't want to take that job. Oh, uh, I want to, you know, there's a maybe even a TV show on that I want to watch. Maybe there's things that are talking me out of doing that job. When before, I would jump on that job. I want to have that job. And it it dawned on me this week what has happened. The fact that I have gone from subbing every day to only subbing two or three days a week has demotivated me. I'm not... I should be just as excited about it as I always have, and I am. Once I get to the school, I'm deeply excited about it. I, I did three days this week. I enjoyed all three days. I thought they were perfect. You, you know, another thing, demotivating wise, you know, we're. I know it's all across this country. We're still having a little fallout from students still recuperating from having basically a virtual year of of education because of the COVID pandemic. And I can still see it's affected them. Even personality-wise, it seems like the personalities of the students after COVID are different than the ones even right before COVID. We're just talking about a couple of years difference, but the students I started teaching in the sixth grade compared to the sixth graders today, I love them both, but it just seems like I don't want to say it, it's not it's not the maturity level. It's more just personalities are different because I guess basically they spent a year not being able to interact with other students and they missed that year of development. I, I feel bad for that. I think it'll all wash out. I, I'm it's demotivated those students a little bit, but I have found. When I cut back, now I'm making excuses about why I don't want to substitute teach this day, uh, this day, tomorrow, whatever. I've even catch myself in a situation where I might have even accepted a job, and I make excuses all the way up to maybe late that night before or even the next morning trying to think of, well, I really want to do this today. Should I cancel this job, which wouldn't be very responsible for me to do? But that, my friends, is what has demotivated me. I wanted to stop doing long-term so that I could do some more personal things. And then now, 
it has demotivated me a little bit. It's made me not push myself to work as much. It's made me not, I don't want to say look forward. I still look forward to it. It's kind of strange to try and describe, but I catch myself making excuses as to why I don't want to substitute teach. And the sad thing is, I know I love it. The instant I get in the classroom and see the kids again, love meeting the new kids. I met a new batch, for lack of a better word, of new kids this week at one of the schools. I know they enjoyed the class. They told me they did. Some of them I saw maybe in volleyball later on or in the hallway. They called me by name. I, at the rally day yesterday, an eighth grader sitting in the stands when we were getting ready to do a presentation, I could hear him yell out my name and I waved and several of them waved back at me and I wasn't even teaching them that day. So I've got so many reasons to keep myself motivated. So here's my encouragement to you. If you cut back on substitute teaching, don't cut back so much that it, I don't know, maybe gets you out of the mood. I'm now, after saying that I don't want to do long-term substitute teaching, and maybe I don't want to do multi-week assignments, I now know that I want to do much more substitute teaching than I've been doing in the last three or four months. So I'll probably go back to give you a, for, for instance, this next week, I know Thursday and Friday I can't work because I'm working the Kentucky State uh, Volleyball Tournament. The other days, will I pick out and, and try to sub all three of those days? Will I make an excuse not to do one of those days for various different reasons? Is there something I want to do in town? Is there just some errands I've got to run? you got to run errands every now and then. But I wasn't doing that before. When I was substitute teaching every day, I was not only fired up. I was going through hoops, jumping out of my way, being disappointed when I couldn't find a class to teach that day. Now I've kind of gone to the opposite end of the spectrum. So there are a lot of different things that can demotivate us. We mention them, most of them, you know, sometimes there's students, sometimes there's teachers. With me, it's just like anything else. It's like <laughs> compared to riding a bicycle. L- learning math is a good example. If you don't do it for a while, then all of a sudden you'll make excuses not to do it in the future. So I say all that to say this. Don't cut back on anything you're doing so much that you lose the joy and the excitement and everything that you've experienced before in substitute teaching. And, and, you know, there's repercussions, too. There's still teachers that call me to substitute teach, but it's not enough. I I mean, it's not as much, I should say, as it was in the past because I would be the same way if... If I continually contact this person and they don't come back, they they make excuses, whether valid or not, not to come back for a while, well, then I might not get to substitute teach back at those schools. So we'll see how that goes. I hope to get my motivation, get all of my demotivators behind me, 
and, and reacquaint myself to how much I enjoyed substitute teaching every day as I could. And I encourage you to do it as often as you can as well.